appreciate you tuning in today. And uh, I've got another singular point for you as we've been working through 2 Corinthians chapter 1. This one comes from verses 8 and 9. And here's the point. Here's the big idea. Suffering makes us rely on God. Suffering makes us rely on God. I'll read verses 8 and 9. For we do not want you to be unaware, brothers, of the affliction we experienced in Asia. For we were so utterly burdened beyond our strength that we despaired of life itself. Indeed, we felt that we had received the sentence of death. But that was to make us rely not on ourselves, but on God, who raises the dead. So yesterday, we considered verse 8, the point that Christian suffering can be severe. Christians are not immune from severe suffering. Now in verse 9, we get a sense of why would God allow his children to experience severe suffering? And it's summed up just so nicely when he talks about his severe suffering that he experienced, so, so severe that he despaired of life itself, that felt like he was under a death sentence. He says there in the bottom of verse 9, that was to make us rely on God and not ourselves. I'm sorry, that was to make us rely not on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. That word rely, it's the, it means to trust in or have confidence in or have faith in. And we are designed, every human being is designed to rely on God, to trust in God, to have faith in God, to have confidence in God. Yet we are determined to rely on ourselves. That's just part of the uh, messed up, sin-damaged nature of humanity. We're determined to rely on ourselves, even though we're designed not to rely on ourselves, but to rely on God. So we just pretend this, this rock, again from the Blowing Rock uh, Campground Creek, represents our life. We are determined to hang on to it and control it and manage it. And we, we are determined that we can handle that and that we should be able to handle that. If God loves us too much to let us go on living that way because that's, that's just not how we're designed to operate. And so he uses suffering to pry our fingers off of our life so that we can trust in God instead. He will help us grow in this area. He will teach us to transfer our reliance from ourself to him and rely on him instead of ourselves. He'll use even severe suffering to make that happen. He'll use a crowbar. He'll use dynamite if necessary. But he loves us too much to leave us in this place of through uh, control or perfectionism or anxiety, trying to rely on ourselves instead of him. He'll loosen our grip. Um, so suffering as a Christian, we need to move it into this category. It's not something to be escaped at all. Um, cost. It is a tool in God's hand to teach us to rely on Him, have confidence in Him, have faith in Him, and trust in Him instead of ourselves. Um, you have probably said and heard it said, God will not give you more than you can handle. I've heard that so many times since I've been a pastor. Well, in light of this passage, 
Is that true? God will not give you more than you can handle. Is that a true statement? Well, we have to acknowledge in light of the Bible, no, that's not true. I think what most people mean when they say that is actually what we're saying, that God's not going to give you more than he is going to handle and that he is going to enable you to endure. I think that's probably actually what people mean. But when you just say those words, God will not give you more than you can handle, you're really saying something that's false. He always gives his children more than they can handle because he's trying to teach them to let him handle it. So that's just a, a, a kind of constant aspect of the Christian life, daily learning how to relinquish control over to the Lord. And to help us do that, he gives us more than we can handle, just like he gave Paul more than he could handle here in the verse that we just read. I, I have come to find in being a Christian for quite a few decades now, being a pastor for a little while, that suffering isn't just one of the tools that God uses to make us rely on him. It really is the, the tool. It is the uh, most commonly used tool in his toolbox to make us rely on him. If you think of whoever in your life is the most exemplary Christian who has the deepest faith in God and relies on God the most, I can pretty much guarantee that that individual has suffered a good bit in his or her life because that is how God brings about that level of faith is through suffering. So let's think about how this worked itself out for Paul. Uh, it worked itself out for Paul in that uh, he suffered a great deal in his ministry, and through that suffering, God comforted him, enabled him to endure, and through that God reliance to endure the suffering, Paul was made into an extremely effective minister, an extremely fruitful apostle. Uh, we're still benefiting from his apostolic ministry today, right now, reading 2 Corinthians together. He sums it up really nicely in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10. He writes, For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. It's when we come up against our limitations and weakness and turn to God and rely on His strength instead of our own that we're truly strong. It's when we're weak that we're strong. So that's um, how it worked itself out for Paul. How does it work itself out for us? Um, it's kind of like the Karate Kid. You guys remember the old 80s Karate Kid movie? Um, he is trying to learn karate from Mr. Miyagi, and Mr. Miyagi promises to teach him karate if, if Daniel will listen to him. And his first lessons seem like they have nothing to do with karate at all. It's waxing the car and uh, painting the fence and painting the house. And I can't even remember what all it was. And Daniel finally gets fed up with it, gets really uh, sick of these chores that he's having to do. And then Mr. Miyagi reveals that those chores were the training all along. Those were the, the karate motions, wax on, wax off. Uh, surely you guys remember this. No one is indicating in the comments that they know what I'm talking about. I have to believe that you know. Don't look it up on YouTube, though, because I did that, and I was shocked at the level of profanity in The Karate Kid. So I cannot endorse The Karate Kid. I watched these movies on TV, and they were edited. Uh, 
had no idea how much profanity <laughs> was in the Karate Kid. So um, not an endorsement, but it is a good example of how this works. We experience all this suffering in our lives. We thought we signed up through Jesus Christ for a life in which we were going to grow as Christians and everything was going to be great. And so we go to God and say, I thought you were going to make me more like Christ. I thought you were going to use me for your kingdom. I thought you were going to help me be close to you. And instead, I'm experiencing all these different examples of suffering in my life. And God says, no, that is the training. That suffering is my tool to bring you close to me and teach you to rely on me. So, for example, right now, uh, some of you are parents. Here we go, Kathy and Norma, big Karate Kid fans. Uh, some of you parents are experiencing um, different types of stress right now, uh, navigating all the logistics of trying to work from home, help your kids homeschool. We've talked about that before. That, just that, those frustrations, those uh, tests of your patience, those are examples of God giving you opportunities to that is him bringing you close to him through the difficulties that make you have to rely on him. Um, kids home from school is stressful for the kids too. For us Christian parents, these are the opportunities for us to teach our kids to rely on God. They miss their friends, it's stressful figuring out school, their routine is disrupted. This is when we can teach them, I know it's hard. It is it's stressful for you. I promise God will help you endure Let's go to him in prayer and ask him to help us with this. People who are uncertain about their work, um, stressed about what, what's going to come in the next month for their income, that's your opportunity to grow in reliance upon the Lord rather than yourself because you can't control any of that. It is true, and that's scary, and it's uh, an anxious, fearful thing, and that's all true and valid that you would feel that way. But don't just leave it at that. Don't just try to cope with it. It's an opportunity for you to rely on the Lord actively, to cast all your anxieties on the Lord because he cares for you and to see him come through, which we'll talk more about on Sunday morning. So that's the devotion for this morning.